Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Need the cover of October skies Get all the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow And I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low Get all the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Baborowitz with you. And what's going on, everybody? Well, well, well. It looks to me like the uh, old Dow had a, is in a blow-off formation, which means that th- this particular rally should end soon. Um, again, we're not predicting the top. We're not saying that the markets are, are going way lower. But this particular rally should most likely end soon. Uh there's a lot of things out there that indicate that the markets are ready to take a little bit of a breather here. Uh, I would think that um, I would think that uh, there'll be some news item that should hit the tape in the next day or two that will drive the markets lower. Uh, you know, again, you look at certain things and uh, to me, it looks like there's going to be, again, I'm not saying it's going to be a, a nasty sell-off, but I think it's a sell-off that, A, there's some, there'll be some money to be made. Uh, I think that we will see a little, a little pop in uh, volatility. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that we saw signaled on Wednesday was with the market's way up, the volatility was not down anywhere near what it should have been. So from from our perspective, from our point of view, we would expect to see um, some type of item that'll come out. You know, again, we know that markets don't announce themselves, so there will be most likely some sort of a news item that will come out, and whether it's going to be related to you know the dollar or or, or some other news, uh, you know, there are issues across the globe right now. Um, you know, we we continue to ignore everything. Uh, and, of course, at the end of the day, uh, you know, we know that, you know, markets do what they're going to do. Uh, and there's there's just a lot of indications that, you know, the the overall uh, markets have had a nice run. And, of course, we, we went to the neutral side of the things and observing. Well, now I think we're ready to take, you know, a, a small short position, uh, you know, and again, not again, we're not looking for a collapse here. We're not looking for the, the, the resumption of the downtrend. We're looking for a pullback, which will at the end probably be a buying opportunity, uh, you know, just here in the, in the near future. Uh, and then we'll probably resume uh, our way back towards uh, the upside. Again, it looks to me like we're going to want to take out these highs. Okay. Uh, that would just be, you know, quite natural. You know, we've already seen the Russell, which continues to make new highs uh, day after day. Uh, so, you know, when you, when you look at it from, from that perspective, so that wouldn't be, uh, you know, a surprise. I mean, the Russell's made new highs, 
uh, what, six, five out of the last six days so far. Uh, you know, so the Dow is within, uh, you know, a thousand points or so, which is not that big. Uh, the S&P is, is a heck of a lot closer. Uh, so, again, but we, based on what we're looking at, I mean, the Dow rally on Wednesday uh, looked like a blow-off formation uh, trying to break out. And, and certainly, you know, I would expect to see some sort of a pullback giving us a, a, a chance, if you choose, to step in. Uh, but, you know, again, a... Uh, a market like this, you know, there's going to be some selling pressure. And when you, you look at it, I mean, the Dow has been up, you know, six out of the last seven days. And of course it has, it was very weak compared to the others. And then now has picked up some steam. So we would, you know, you're watching, you know, the NASDAQ continues to climb and these are things that we look at, but it does appear that we're getting way too complacent. It, it does appear that there's a lot of things happening that would indicate uh, that a market is getting ready to uh, take a little bit of a, a breather here. And then that would be, again, perfectly natural and not anything that would cause heartburn or concern in in our opinion. Okay. Uh, but it would, it, it should probably, you know, take a little bit of, of a breather. And again, we would expect in the next day or so, a fundamental news item that is out there lurking. You can see, uh, you know, the the put call ratios. You can see what's going on with the volatility, and you can see the the the, ba- the basic plain ignorance of everybody saying, "Okay, everything is the world is great, and we're going to the moon, and we have nothing to worry about." So that would be, uh, you know, uh, something. Uh, that we would we would think that would be uh, an overall you know sign of uh, of a, a short term bit of weakness. Um, you know the the market itself has again they look pretty good from you know from a, a longer term standpoint, and certainly you know after the lows that were made you know uh, in February and then in April uh, we've had a, a heck of a rally. I mean the Dow is down at twenty three. 23.3 now at 25.2. So, you know, certainly uh, we can't expect, uh, you know, things to go. We never expect them to go straight up or straight down. So we'll see how that plays out. And, of course, um, uh, oil continues to struggle. And we are certainly believers that oil is going uh, dramatically lower. Uh, you know, not maybe today, not tomorrow, but, you know, over time, we would expect to see these markets start to uh, get punished a little bit. <clears throat> and, you know, we're, do- we're now down about uh, a little over 10% from the top. So that takes you into corrective mode, and we would expect oil to go into bear mode. Uh, and, and, again, we are not today or tomorrow, but we're expecting a break into the 50s and then possibly before years out a break into the 40s. So we'll we'll see how that all plays out. Again, we're 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 not telling you that it's going to be an immediate uh, breakdown, but we have stayed short oil uh, and have talked about it and had to take a lot of punishment and pain. But now it looks like the uh, the new paradigm is, you know, 
they're, they're trying to buy it here. And of course, each, each, as you've noticed, and one of the small things to notice in markets is if, when, when they're going up, each sell off fails and buyers step in. Well, now each rally is failing and sellers are stepping in. And, and that's something to watch in all markets because this is one of the patterns that sets up. And that's one of the things that we look at is, is just the, the, the pure way that markets actually do trade. And that is understanding the market and how it trades and what it means. And that's why we can say that we expect to see some sort of uh, news or something to hit the tape because of the way everything is trading. And, you know, that's just always the way that it works out. And we'll, we'll see. Let's see if we're right. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, uh, LibertyTalk.fm is where you go to download the show each and every day. And, of course, you get the rest of our content as well. And, of course, don't forget the weekends, uh, the Sporting Edge. you get the Belmont this week. Uh, and then, of course, HighSchoolInvesting.com. That's the program we've run for the last eight years. And uh, I have financed it myself full recently until we went to Patreon. And, obviously, I'm still financing the bulk of it. But if you'd like to help us out, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. We're going to step out here for a break. We'll be right back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show. We're coming right back. see things that are, are are happening and uh you know as we've heard in the past uh, the central banks are potentially talking about using some digital currency and the question would be would that digital currency <clears throat> that they're talking about would that disrupt the money supply well i i, I would say this <laughs> you 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 can't screw it up any more than it's already screwed up. So, uh, but again, the purpose and the theory behind the digital money is is not to have the Fed involved. Okay, so you know, if if they're going to continue to manipulate and continue to devalue and continue to do, do what they've done for 105 years, then then it's going to be a mess, anyways. All right, so. You know, I think that, you know, I don't know what they're going to do, but I do know that based on their history, they can only screw it up. Okay. And, and, and that's just, you know, the way it is. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not, this is not something new. This is something that has been around forever and they've done a lousy job. So we, we can't. Uh, change anything from from that standpoint, uh, you know. Now, obviously, the big story remains the, the the trade wars or the trade tariffs or whatever. Now, I have said repeatedly, and will continue to say repeatedly that, in my opinion, the trade wars can only help the United States of America. In my opinion. Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, is doing exactly the right thing. In my opinion, we have to step up and stand firm here. You know, we we give away more than anybody, and and I think it's time. 
you know, that we stood up, and I think that's what we're going to see. And I don't care how long it takes. I, I think the first thing that you look at when you talk about the potential trade wars is, you know, if you look at the, the agricultural products, now ag products are basically higher. They're much higher since this whole talk started. But if you, if, if you look and say, well, then why aren't they getting trashed, all right? Just look around at the price action, okay? If it was going to be that bad, why would the equities be approaching highs, okay? And it's not just the Russell. If it was just the Russell, you could say, well, that's because of. But it's not just the Russell. The NASDAQ is almost at it. Actually, the NASDAQ futures made an all-time high. Uh, the the S&P is in, 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 in Dow or within spitting distance, right? So if... Indeed, these trade wars were going to be a problem. Why would all that be happening? So I, I, I think that we are misreading the situation. I'm, I'm not misreading it, in my opinion. I, mean, I think that I'm right that, that they're going to have no effect. As I've said many times before here, this is not the Smoot-Hawley. This is not what, what Bush did. This is the, a president saying, hey, you want to do business with us? We're going to do business on a fair and equal scale, not on a scale that allows you to, to screw us. I, I, I don't see anything there that, that's different. So if we're, we're, we're going to do that, then we should be able to stand tall. And again, do you think that, um, you know, when, we're, when, when China needs soybeans and Brazil runs out and there's nothing left, do you think they're not going to buy from us? You know, Let's look at the problems that are being created. All right, China has gone from a third world country to a first world country. Right? Their middle class is growing. Their demand for protein and food is growing. So, do you think that there's enough supply? And I would say the answer is no. And that, and you, you, you remember one thing we never take into consideration is what happens if it's a bad year. You know, not necessarily this year, but maybe next year. You know, we always have, there's there's things out there that create shortages. You know, if you've ever watched the price action, I mean, we can go back to uh, cattle, I don't know, four or five years ago when it was going to the moon. And everybody thought that it would never go down again, right? Because, you know, for whatever reason, you know, we had the PED virus in, in hogs, okay? So prices soared. But that has... That had only to do with a short-term problem that was being dealt with. Now you've got the same thing. So do we really think that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, we're not talking about something we can manufacture. We're talking about something that has that, that counts on a lot of things. And, of course, in livestock, anything can happen. There can be disease, virus, whatever. Okay. And in, in grains, there can be weather. There can be all kinds of issues. So do we think that forever that we're always going to have, you know, perfect crops? And that the answer would be no. Besides the fact that, you know, China, who's the, the big player here, is our biggest debt holder. They're not, they're, they're not walking away from the table, okay? And, and the NAFTA deal was a bad deal to begin with. So, you know, now if we, if we get it correct, all right, you know, what do you think Mexico is going to do? You know, they, they, they talked about putting tariffs on, on pork. Really? You know, where are they going? I mean, you know, there, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here that 
is is very much as many things are very much illogical and and we're, we're the fear of this is being created by the media and of course by the 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 politicians and the lobbyists that are involved because again nobody wants to give up that sweet deal that they have you know god knows how much they're stealing from these all these deals they get done all right you know if you look back, if you remember back, and, and, and we go back to even the little small thing of the president when he talked about how much they were playing, paying Boeing for Air Force One, and he told them basically you got to do it cheaper. Okay? You know, government contracts, people that do business with the government have, have, been, have been grabbing cash for years, right? You know, for the $30,000 toilets and the, you know, whatever. So do we really think that the problem is that big that it can't be worked out? Or do we think that because of the intermediaries, the lobbyists and the politicians in between it that are lining their pockets with cash, that's the problem? I would say it would be those lining their pockets with our money. Okay, That would be my opinion. Okay, Again, I don't know that to be factual. But from what I do know and the things that I do understand, I'm I'm saying that there is going to be no problem here, that it is going to resolve itself out, and that it's enough of us Americans getting a taken advantage of by these bad deals, but b letting those who who set these deals up benefit at our expense, and and, and to me that becomes. The next bigger problem is that we're allowing, you know, the the lobbyists and and all of those guys. I mean, why is why, why do we think that the most the highest priced real estate is in Washington, in D.C.? Okay, because it's such a great place to live because the weather's so good, or maybe it's because that's where all the power is and that's where you have to be to to do what you do. So, I, I, again, I, I look at this as, to me, it'll, be, it'll work out great. And I think in the end of the day, for farmers, producers, and anybody involved that, that would have things that we're shipping, will end up much better for it than worse for it. This is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, don't forget to get my daily update, which I send out. Every day, right after the close, give you an idea, feel for the market, kind of what I saw during the day and what I'm looking for the next day. And all you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com. There's a little box that'll pop up, and you just fill it out. No credit card, no cost. Just me trying to help everybody understand what's going on in the markets. And, of course, don't forget LibertyTalk.fm, the only station you need. That's where you can download the Bubba Show each and every day and download the Sporting Edge and Crypto Investor X on the weekends. So make sure you check that out and help us get to our goal of one million downloads a month. This is the Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. We're going to step out of here for a break, and we will be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show. We're coming right back. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report. 
bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And, uh, you know, as we continue to, to to search around the globe and, and see what's going on here and as we see the emerging markets continue to struggle, uh, you know, we, we see um, the, the, the Federal Reserve continuing to sit on their hands. And, and what have we noticed recently? Well, guess what? Interest rates are now ab- after the sell-off. Interest rates are now rising again, and you know we can we can continue to try to ignore it as we do everything else. But once again, we can now see that uh, the ten years are back near three percent, most likely to go over and stay there this time. The interest rate markets had the the perfect sell off as you would have expected at any time. So I, I I wouldn't say that there should be any shock and awe here. I, I think that again, when you you look at the bigger picture, uh, the Fed has lost their minds, and you know we continue to see uh, artificial ways to try to push markets around, uh, and you know we 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 watch and in in wonderment what the hell's going on. And sure enough, you know, our our guys at the uh, at, at the at the Fed and the guys all around who 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 do have who have no clue of what real markets are all about uh, have, have suddenly decided to uh, you know trash a, a bunch of things and, and sit on their hands, okay, with their overinflated balance sheet. Uh, now again, I, I I always say to you that you know there's nothing we can do about it right now, but but that's why you're seeing a lot of this you know cryptocurrency stuff for just that reason because people are tired of it, uh, and you know as as we as we we look at you know whether or not we have inflation in this country, you know I don't know about you. But I know I got inflation. I know that things are much more expensive. So I, to me, I wonder how we can continue to hide behind uh, the expense. We've got, you know, prices going up. Airlines want to raise their prices, even though, you know, they, they hedge their fuel cost, even though fuel costs has come down. But, of course, they want to hike and raise their prices. And of course, look, they're trying to make more money. I don't blame, I don't blame them for that. But once again, it's, it's, 
out of out of false pretenses that they look to raise. Okay, we continue to, to not see any real job growth. Yes, we've had some big numbers, but a are those numbers real? Okay, and b uh, what's the quality of the job? Because at the end of the day, what does it come down to? It comes down to are you making more money or not? All right. So, you know, you, you tie that in with the problems around the globe in Italy. Okay. Uh, you know, next week we have got a monster week for data. For data. We have a monster week for data. You've got the, if it comes off the North Korean summit with President Trump on Tuesday, on Wednesday, you've got the the Fed, the Federal Reserve. Okay, uh, so they'll they'll make their announcement, and on Thursday you've got the ECB. So, out of all those, all right, what will have the the biggest effect? Well, if we look at it. The only thing that we don't know what the, what will happen is at the North Korean summit. Okay, that that's an unknown. But we do know that the Fed will stay in their usual policy. We know they're going to hike rates. Okay, which is was planned and priced. But basically, they'll I I'm sure keep their their dovish dovish tone, all right, and their ridiculous we don't know what the hell we're doing tone. And then, of course, the ECB, Mario Draghi, will, will, will do the old, I'll do whatever it takes. So nothing should change from that point. But if there is a surprise or if something does happen, you could see some major changes. But at the end, what does it mean for the markets? Well, we've witnessed over the last... 10 years that nothing really is going to derail these markets yet. And, 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 and the biggest reason for that is, is there's no place to go. Okay. I mean, let's, let's face it. Money will flow to where money can make more money. And here we are. Okay. In a situation that where are you going to put your money at? And, you know, between, you know, mutual funds and between uh, manage, money management, look, at. let's face it, they want money in the market. So right now, they are not going to, to, to take it out. They want to keep it going. Okay. And, of course, they don't care either. It's their, your, their money. You know, they make their money with you invested in the market. So they're going to continue to try to plow it in. And you're seeing that in the in, in the in the action okay i mean the market has no business at the valuations where it is right now but it is so again i can't tell the market what to do i can only tell you that that that's one of the things we're seeing those are the reasons that we're seeing this continuation of a rally now look as well, if you're hedged or you know what to, how to handle it then it's great look you're benefiting i'm benefiting i didn't sell any stocks so I'm very happy with the with, with what they're doing because it, it's making my retirement better. But I know, just like you all know, that at some point it will stop 
and the cooler heads will prevail for a period of time before we start heading higher again. But there's going to be a problem. You know, this is this is not the new market, as they say. The market's going to be fooled, but not forever. All right. So, you know, we'll see when it ends, because it will end like any, every other market in history. But you know, from where and and you know, again, what is it, what what is different about this time? Well, what's different about this time is nothing. <laughs> okay, money is flowing in because there's no place to go. Money is flowing in because of greed. Money is flowing in because of all kinds of reasons. But money is going to flow in, and 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 with lack of somewhere else to go, you can assume that it's going to continue to flow in, because at the end of the day, money there's a lot of money out there to be invested. You know, there, there's always money on the sidelines. There's always money to be invested. And the only question is, where does it go? Well, right now, the best game in town is the United States stock market. Okay? That's that's why money is going in. Because that is, at this point in time, the best game in town. So, again, when we understand that, we know that this is not the right time to be exiting i mean again i don't believe that you should ever exit your your stocks i don't think you should try to time the market with um you know trying to rotate from one stock to the next i think you should learn how to hedge and then you wouldn't have to do any of that that's my opinion but again it works it's a mathematical model with great certainty all right but isn't easier than having to liquidate or dump when things change. And that's one of the things that I just look at and go, well, if I was that smart to roll over, okay, or to get out of this ass and get into another one, then I'd never have a problem. Well, I don't think that's the case. I think we all figure out ways to have problems. The only way to have a problem is to mathematically certify that you don't have to, you know, make a trade because of, and, and that's what we're looking for. Uh, you know, when we, when we see this, but at the, at the end of the world, at the end of the day, at the end of the world, at the end of the day, okay, it's about learning how to protect so that you can preserve, protect, and prosper versus having to make that crucial decision when something goes kablooey. And and that's what we always look for is, is, is how to protect and stay in. But again, this goes back to why we continue to go up because right now there's no place else to go. And until something changes that will continue to be the same. Now, we expect our black swan event is still, in our opinion, going to be 10 years at, let's say, 3.5% with a rising dot. We'll see how that all plays out. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, you know, or maybe you don't know, but we have a high school investing program, which I have personally funded for the last eight years. Uh, and, of course, that's becoming a challenge. And we'd like to keep it going. So if you'd like to help us out, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. And you can help us out. And also don't forget to go to LibertyTalk.fm so you can download the show every day and uh, help us get to our goal of one million downloads a month. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. And I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. We're going to step out here for a break and we'll be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Top of the Horowitz, the Bubba Show. Right 
Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And when, when will we stop getting screwed by the big banks? When will everybody stop kowtowing to the big guys and, and make it for everybody? You know, we've seen... Some change in regulation, which has been good. But when are they going to make it a fair and equal playing field? When are they going to make it where we truly have real competition instead of, I mean, how many big banks are there? Was it J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, Wells Fargo, uh, Goldman Sachs, Bank of America? Okay. When are we going to make it so that uh, Bubba's bank can compete with those guys under the same laws and rules. That's what I want to know. I mean, I'm quite frankly, I'm sick of the big banks. I'm sick of the way they operate. I mean, we're already seeing it. And, and again, I, I, I say this as my opinion that more than 50% of the big banks, if not more, do not have enough in reserve to cover what they're lending. So basically, they're just a, a, an arm of the Federal Reserve printing money at random at, at, at their hearts galore. And quite frankly, I'm sick of that too. But what I'm really sick of is is that the average small business does not have the same chances, and especially when they go to the bank, and especially when you have to deal with the big banks. And and I don't like, you know, again, I'm happy that they're cutting back on some of the regulations. But, see, I believe that the, the big banks shouldn't have such special treatment, for example, as in the too big to fail. Okay. I don't think that we should be bailing out the big banks when they go bust. Because if, if, if they're treating and creating their business like any other businessman right, or business person, then why would they be going out of business? Why would they be so underfunded? Why would they be going broke? Okay. Why is the banking system collapsing? I mean, these are pretty simple things. You know, if you, if you spend more than you take in, you're going to have a problem in business, just like you would at home. All right. So why are we allowing, why, why, I guess moreover, why is the Fed allowing these banks to get in so deep? And then why, are the, why is the Fed, why is the government bailing these banks out at the end? Now, obviously, if it was a major catastrophe and something had happened, and, and that is what the Federal Reserve should be for, not to let uh, ABC Bank you know, lend out gazillions of dollars, make gazillions of dollars, then go broke, and then, oh, well, we'll have the Fed come in and Fed bail you out. You know, I don't see anybody bailing out the local grocery store when they go broke or the restaurant, okay? So why is it that the banks get the, the big bargains? Why is it that they are allowed to continue to operate when they operate like crap, when they, when they do a crappy job? I mean, you know, 
I want to go back to the times of these small independent banks that had to use real due diligence to, you know, make a loan, but could make a loan on a handshake, basically, because they know that the John down the street or Mary down the street, you know, running their farm is good for their word. All right. And, and we don't have that anymore. Uh, and, and in fact, we have the, 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 the big banks have put so much pressure on the little guys and the, in the way that regulations and things go that typically the smaller banks stand no chance against them. So we've already now limited down the competition so that, that we don't have to get that great service from the bigger banks. And and when when did we need to have like a bank in every corner? I mean, just saying, uh, you know, this is something that, again, reminds me very much of the collapse in, in, in 08 and, and other collapses. I mean, you know, they keep building these these new banks and and keep lending out money that they don't have. And my again, that's my opinion. I just want to make sure, make it clear. Okay. But I would like to I, I would like to bet on it. I, I I would like to do an audit, an independent audit of all the banks. I would like to do an independent stress test of all the banks. Because again, one of the big problems when you have you know, fractional banking and when you have uh, reserves and what's supposed to be in reserve, you know, uh, so they got a million in, in reserve, they're lending out 10 million. Well, I'm saying they have a half a million in reserve and they're lending out 20 million. And, and to me, you know, again, it works. Everything works out fine. Just like, the, just like the Ponzi scheme of Bernie Madoff, everything works until it doesn't. Okay. At the first sign of trouble. And, and and I'm not saying we're in trouble today, but there will be trouble, and these banks will go down again. And you know what? You and me will be once again being stuck as the guys who get to bail them out. And I want to know why. That's that that's where I come back to is why should we be responsible for bailing out ignorance? All right, you know. Len, Len, I mean, I do the, listen, if they let me do it, I do the same thing. If I, listen, if I knew somebody would bail me out, I'd be lending everybody money. Why wouldn't I? I mean, it's, it certainly doesn't, it certainly makes sense to continue to, to push it out there. If you know that somebody's backstopping you, I mean, that's the same problem you have in the equity market right now. Everybody knows the fed's going to backstop it. So what you really done is you, you destroyed free market, you destroyed competition, you destroy everything. But that eventually that has to run down too, you know. Every Ponzi scheme always fails, okay. Unless these people who run it are smart enough to get out first, but typically that's not the case. So every Ponzi scheme fails, every deal always fails, and every market always fails at some point. But again, to, to for in my mind to have these guys being backstopped, you're not getting a real picture of what really is going on. And to me, I think that's that's sad. That's a sad state of affairs that that we know. And you can mark it down, okay? This is June the 7th, 2018. The banks will go down again, and the Fed will bail them out again because they have no responsibility, and they don't have to use their due diligence in what they're doing. 
because they know that somebody is there to lend them and, and bail their ass out. And, you know, to me, it's just sad that, that we have to continue to let an organization or a legalized Ponzi scheme continue to, to use our money to bail out banks. And you know they're going to need it again. I mean, there is no there is no doubt about it. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And of course, make sure you go to LibertyTalk.fm and download the show each and every day. We got the Belmont this week. We'll have our selection on Friday tomorrow, uh, and give you who we think is going to win the Belmont. And of course, the Sporting Edge, which you can also get at LibertyTalk.fm. We'll have their selection. But don't also forget to get. Bubba's Daily Update, which is available to you for free every day. You can get an email to you. All you have to do is go to BubbaTrain.com, fill out the little the little box that pops up, and I will email you after the close. My update's about a three- to five-minute video, and you can get what I'm thinking, getting get tomorrow's newspaper today. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. As always, I thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you back here tomorrow, Friday. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. Every day, thanks so much. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.